My last name is Pringle, P-R-I-N-G-L-E. And uh, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help me God. Very good, sir. Um, I understand you're, you're appearing from Alberta today, is that right? That, yes. That's where you reside? Yes. Is that in the Penhold area? Yes, it is. For about 25 years, you've been in that area? Yeah, in Alberta, we've been here for about 25 years, yeah. Okay. Um, I understand you've got two children, is that right? Yes. And you've, yes. Got, you've got some grandchildren? Yes, How many? One. One grandchildren, one grandchild. We should, we should have three. Um, now, uh, before we, we uh, go down um, that line of questioning, I just want to ask you where you've been working uh, throughout the uh, time of the COVID period. I've, I've been working at um, uh, a large grocery chain, uh, which I won't say. Um, uh, they, we had to wear masks. Um, uh, it was very scary all the time when you had doctors saying that people that uh, going on social media saying people that don't get a vac should be punched in the face. And doctors, two doctors in Alberta, both publicly stated that uh, you should lose your job if you won't get vaxxed. Yeah, it was it was really fun going to work wondering if you were going to be forced to uh, lose your job. So I'm right in, in saying you were what we referred to as on the front line. You were a, you were an essential worker, right? Working at a grocery store. Yes, sir. And I had to wear a mask every day. And I've dealt with migraines for years. And of course, they um, when your oxygen is low, of course, you're uh, you end up having way more migraines than usual because you're oxygen deprived. And when I asked for an exemption from my doctor, he said, well, we in the clinic um, have decided that um, as a clinic that we're not going to be giving out any exemptions. So, you know, it wasn't like the science says this or this or that. It was just we as a clinic, you know, because of basically publicity, we're not giving out any exemptions. Now, um, can you just describe what your family relationships were like prior to, uh, I guess, the onset of COVID there in 2020? Just tell us a little bit about uh, your family. Very close. We talked to them on a regular basis. We, um, we would do, we would have family events on a regular basis. We're very connected to our church as well. So we all went to the same church, so we got to see each other every Sunday, as well as opportunities during the week as, as well. And uh, um, Karina's mom is very infirm. She has very tough arthritis, so um, she's basically homebound. So mm -hmm. she depends on us to be her, you know, connection um, uh, to people. And who's uh, Karina? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay. Now you have a daughter, is that right? Yes. Do you have a son and a daughter? Yes. Our, okay. our daughter's 29, our son is 27. Um, can you just uh, describe what happened at the start of the, uh, when the pandemic started, the, the restrictions were implemented? Do you recall having a conversation with your family around that time? 
with your daughter in, in particular? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, right at the beginning, we gave them the, the, um, our faith reasons why we would not be going along with this tyrannical mandates that violate a number of our personal and um, beliefs and freedoms. And um, we, you know, we just agreed to disagree. Um, and we didn't realize how bad it was going to get when I should have had a warning when they left and said, well, the reason why that this is uh, going on uh, is so long is because of these unvaxxed people that won't uh, follow the mandates. And who said that, just to be clear for the record? Um, that was my son-in-law. Okay. Uh, now, I understand you do have one grandchild. And uh, yes. what, what's his name? His name is Lewis. And when was he born? He was born in October of 2020. Sorry, I apologize. September of 2020. Good thing my wife is here to help remember things right. <laughs> okay, now, uh, if I'm not mistaken, there was a period of time when you weren't able to see your grandson. Is that right? That's right. We didn't see him for about six months, including his first Christmas. Do you have any idea why that was the case? Oh, yeah, it was because um, it was the mandates and they they were absolutely following the mandates. And well, they said they were, of course, they weren't. But, you know, it was it was always a control thing. So you're breaking the law. Um, I mean, never mind there. The government was violating the charter and breaking the law themselves. But, you know, it's yeah, it's just what they want. So that would have been from uh, September, October 2020 until March or April 2021? Do I have That's a... correct. Okay. Now, um, am I right in stating that um, your children would have been vaccinated? I guess your daughter... Uh, uh, our, our daughter did, and our son-in-law did, right off the bat. Our, our son, on the other hand, um, almost actually got into a fight with security at the mall because they were trying to force him to wear a mask and he refused. And he went on like that for two years. Uh, but finally, the, they, the bullying and the propaganda and the social um, outcast wore him down and so he finally got vaxxed. I understand your daughter was pregnant. Was that... Um... Uh, do you know the timeline there that your daughter was pregnant? Can you tell us about that? Uh, she got pregnant roughly about nine months after um, her first pregnancy. And uh, we got a call. Uh, um, uh, we got a call about um, two months um, after, well, Roughly a year later, we got a call. So perfectly healthy delivery. Everything was perfect. And that, to be clear, that's your first grandson. Healthy first. delivery. <laughs> okay, so I apologize. I'm, I'm being corrected here. She did have a couple um, 
you know, everything was not just perfect for her first pregnancy, but her, her Lewis, her son, our grandson is in perfect health. But a year later, um, after a perfect, like a basically for most, for all intents and purposes, textbook uh, outcome, uh, we get a call at two in the morning and rush to the hospital and uh, find out that our daughter had lost her, our grandbaby. Uh, do you know how, how far along your uh, daughter had been in her pregnancy at that time? Roughly two months. Okay. Um, I, I'm just curious about the relationship with your daughter. Um, you, you spoke about the conversation you had in your family at the start of the, the pandemic or when the, the restrictions were starting to be implemented. How did, just describe the relationship with your daughter and how that progressed. Uh, I, had, um, I had about 30 pages of emails back and forth with her because I wanted her to be able to see facts. And so I just simply asked her questions. Why are you trusting what the government is telling you? What is the science that they have to back up what they're saying? Why do you think Bill Gates, who has been um, very well documented, not caring that much about humanity, why is he someone that you trust over me? who would take a bullet for you. And it got basically, cause I just wanted them to ask, answer the questions. And, and, and so I have an opportunity to think. And uh, they, they basically, um, they wouldn't answer any of the questions. And at the end of the day, it was left at, well, um, we're not gonna have we're not going to have relationship with you if we're if this is if this is a topic of conversation. So, I basically was like, well, if I want to ever see my kids, then I have to pretend that they're pretend the elephant, the emperor has clothes, and 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 remark about how amazing and beautiful the clothes are. Um, now, did you have a lot of contact with your daughter? while she was pregnant no. leading up to um, the unfortunate loss of the baby? No. We didn't know. We didn't even know she was pregnant. They didn't tell us. So you get this we call. Just, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, we just get woke up at 2 in the morning, rushed to the hospital, and, oh, that was a treat, let me tell you. We get to the hospital. They're all, like, acting like it's Ebola. So it turns out that our son-in-law, who's vaxxed, has COVID. Gee, that's never happened before. And, and so he is eight days into the quarantine. So he's not allowed in the hospital. So our grandson and him are not allowed in the hospital. So I try to go into the hospital. The hospital will not allow my wife and I to come in. So I went in and my daughter came out of the washroom and we hugged and we cried. And then a girl, a girl needs her mom. And so because only one of us was allowed, I went out in the parking lot and sat in the car while my wife went in to comfort her alone.
I know that um, neither you or myself are medical experts, but do you have any uh, belief of what resulted in the loss of the, your grandchild? No question. If, if, you look, if you look at, I mean, I had, um, right after the first two months of lockdown, we, know, we knew this was absolute garbage. And so my wife and I drove across Canada and you should have seen the fear in people. It was, it was, it was just terror. But because we were just asking people questions, you know, do you know anybody that has this? Do you know, you know, and plant to see the doubt and plant to see the truth. And people would open up when you told them where you stood, but they wouldn't even talk to you. So we know it came from that. And, and so I had gone onto the Stats Canada website and it showed how many um, miscarriages it showed. And, and we know that it, what was on the Stats Canada website was that fraction of actually what was happening many doctors have come out since and said we're pressured not to in input so we tried to warn i mean the news the news reported there were 13 stillbirths in like a weekend in vancouver do you know which uh, vaccine your daughter received no we don't because um that's verboten we weren't allowed to talk about any of it We told them about infertility. We told them it was not safe. We knew it wasn't safe. They didn't listen to us. Um, now, since this incident, how's the relationship been with your daughter? It's, 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 it's faith. I mean, it's, we still love each other and we hug each other and we smile and just ignore the ginormous elephant. I mean, I, I attempted at one time to engage my son-in-law in a conversation regarding the Freedom Convoy, and he thought, he thought that uh, Trudeau was totally justified in implementing the War Measures Act, which was not even implemented during 9-11 to deal with the few people drinking, playing hockey, drinking coffee, and eating Timbits. So... He, he absolutely was not, could not be reasoned with. So I, I, would I be right in saying you've, you've never been able to suggest to your daughter what seems to have happened with, with her child? Yeah, no, I wouldn't dare. I, I wouldn't dare. Uh, I, I, would, I would probably be risking ever talking to them again if I did that. Um. I understand there might have been some other effects you experienced in your community, maybe with the restrictions and gathering. Do you want to tell us about, about that? Yeah, um, just so I don't forget, our daughter-in-law lost her baby a week ago. Would that be your son's partner? Yes. Okay. 
Do you know if uh, she had been vaccinated? Oh, yeah. They got the Novavax. We warned them. We warned them as well. So did her parents. Um, I don't know if there's more you want to tell us about that. Um, um, how's the relationship with, with that side of the family? We get there. That side is very good. We've, um, they're, they're not, um, hyper, um, they're willing to talk about it. So that's, we, we try to, we, we try to keep it to a minimum because I don't want them to feel bullied and, and they're not, they're not fully awake yet. They're, they're, they're seeing some things, but uh, I, I don't, I don't, I probably won't ever say ever to them, try to help them make the connection about the loss. Uh, I, I think that hopefully what will happen is um, in five years from now or something that God will speak to them and it won't be a soul crushing thing that they can't get over. They'll realize that they were lied to and manipulated and uh, a lot of it wasn't their fault. Um. Were there any other effects you experienced in your community related to the um, uh, I'll, restrictions? I'll, I'll just take. I'll just make a quick list here. So, um, so Trina's mom can't go anywhere. So she was um, in a elderly facility, and they were treating it like Ebola. So we we couldn't visit, and. Um, and couldn't visit and couldn't visit and couldn't visit. And then then they changed the rules so they allowed four people. So the four main people, I couldn't be on that list, um, even though I'm somebody that is kind of the more available person that would actually do small things for her around the place. Um, so, it, yeah, and, and so we had to be very creative about how we once or twice would get into visit um, to get around the um, um, the COVID police, I guess you'd call them. Um, 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 my wife went to the grocery store one day and uh, she wasn't wearing a mask because she's done the research. If you go on the NIH website, you can see 37 studies of how masks don't work and 23 on how um, they're harmful. That's right on the government website. So we've been sharing this information. And so this woman in the store was so angry that my wife wasn't wearing a mask that she rammed her with her cart. Um, I almost never go and get gas from Petro Canada now because ever driving all the way across Canada, Petro Canada, you got gas, but they wouldn't allow you to use their washroom. I don't know if anybody's driven across Canada and had to go to the washroom. I mean, it, it's just, um, 
you know, what else can I add here? Uh, so our church has had a huge split. Um, you know, it, it, I find it amazing that people would say to me, talk about how loving and kind it is to, you know, go get vaccinated and wear your mask because you're being so loving and kind and you're sharing the love of Jesus when you do that and then have no problems with hollering your personal stuff that's going on in your personal life across a crowded coffee shop because you're one of these unvaxxed lepers that should be publicly humiliated. Um, our daughter was very dizzy, um, couldn't walk. She had to take, um, and I think it was a total of three weeks off work in the next following two months after getting vaxxed. She couldn't drive even, uh, couldn't focus. Um, but, you know, like she goes to the hospital and goes to the doctor. Do you think anybody asks the question, hey, have you been have you been vaxxed? I mean, normally when you go to the doctor, they ask you, has there anything unusual been going on? You know, that's the first question. No, nobody's ever going to ask the question, have you been vaxxed? Because that might mean we have to admit that it's traumatizing people. So, so we're supposed to treat you for a poison that, you know, we're just supposed to believe magically wave our magic wand and figure out what poison you have in your body. Like it's, it's unbelievable. You know, the difference between God and a doctor is God doesn't think he's a doctor. Um, I don't think I have any other questions for you, sir. I, I want to thank you for being patient because I know you've been waiting to testify. So I just thank you for that. And I'll ask the commissioners if they have any um, questions for you. I'm curious about the uh, the vax injury that your daughters suffered. What, what, was that reported to the uh, authority? No. Did, did your daughter acknowledge that she was probably vax injured? No. Not at all. And wouldn't take the, the spike protector. We we gave them some natural products that have um, are known by a number of doctors to um, help mitigate the damage, and they refuse to take it. They're in absolute 100% total denial. And before I leave, I just, um, I, I know you might have more questions. I just wanna say thank you so much for taking this time to fight for us. Thank you. No other questions? Okay, I wanna thank you, sir for testifying on behalf of the uh, National Citizens Inquiry. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you.